Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi. Welcome to the STG Podcast, where we speak to business owners, entrepreneurs, and people in fitness and health. Today, we have Jarvis Moore, my personal barber, and owner of More Than Fades. Um, me and Jarvis, we really get into some really good conversations. It's usually about business and, and how we can better ourselves. But today, we get into a little bit about community, and I think that's very important. So hopefully, today, we all learn something. show because you know you you got you got a wealth of information every time we talk at the barbershop you know it's it's good conversation it's it's healthy conversation it's usually about business and and how we can you know continue to grow everything in life and you know so you've been reading the same kind of books and we're on the same we're on the same wavelength on that on that part most definitely most definitely man i mean shoot i'm on that i'm i I really i want to pass it on man that's my big thing like i mean i'm still learning but I feel like there's a lot of things that we're not taught that right. need to be taught to people that's younger than us. Because, you know, you get on that mind frame of, boy, if I would have learned this when I was a little younger. Right. So I'm like, why not give it to somebody that's younger? Yeah, you're the one who got me on. Uh, you kind of started my reading journey where right. I started reading my books because you, you were telling me about Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, when right. I read that, that just opened up a whole nother realm. And then I, I, and then I just, you know, kept evolving into the books i mean i didn't start with that one but i remember you telling me about right. it so that's where and that's what it did to me too though and I, I try to pass that book on to people like i i've told a few people about that book and uh i try to tell people who i think actually gonna get on get on that or, right. or who actually headed towards that that Girl type that of line. mind frame right 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 you gotta be so yeah but i've taught i've told a few people about that book and just like you say it took you to the next level mm-hmm. that's what it did with me when I read it, it was just something 
something opened up and or, or an idea popped in my head or something, I was just like, do this. Yeah. Like, let's let's move to that next level. Right. Yes, sir. Every time I come to the shop, you always got something else going. The chairs are never in the same place. Uh, you got some beverage or you got snacks. You got all these extra added on things. And before COVID, I remember you were talking about going to um, a couple of conventions. You, you were, mm-hmm. you know, just always evolving your, your knowledge. Definitely, definitely. You know, out since I've been doing it, I haven't thought about this, but it just popped in my head. Uh, when I was like 19, bro, I, I wrote an a essay and I won this competition for the essay, but the name of my essay was uh, Never Settle for Less. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think I subconsciously been kind of living by that ever mm-hmm. since. You know what I'm saying? It's like, even though things are going good, like, why not push for things to go better? I don't, I don't necessarily look at it as, like, being greedy. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, Continue to strive, keep pedaling. Right. Why coast? Yeah, you no, know you, you can always do better. Right, right. You're doing right. good, why not take it up another notch? Right, exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. definitely. Never keep it at the same pace, just, you know, up it up a little bit. Exactly. Because you, you've, already, you've already tested that, the water's to that point, so why not see what's going to happen at the next one? Right, right, right. And I, I'm so hungry to give that to people, you know what I'm saying? Right. To present that mind frame and that that thought process to people because not everybody think like that. And you know, some people need that little kickstart. Mm-hmm. Some people need that. Bang, yeah. That's that idea. It'll get them out of that, out of that little rut, you know, right. whatever depression or, you know, the things that I can't do. Or, and, and that's something that I've been telling myself is that I can, I can, I can. Right. Because I'll over, I used to overthink so many things mm-hmm. and I had the know how I could figure out little, you know, to get, little steps but I take two steps forward and then I would never progress past that second step and and that was that was one of my issues so I feel like a lot of people have that problem right where they'll do all the research they'll figure out oh um can I start a business all the things that you need to start the business you have all this information and you sit on it waiting for the perfect time instead of just launching yep and you know the the crazy thing is a lot of people that that's fair Mm-hmm. You know, it's fair. They they get to a certain point and then they're like, oh, shoot, I'm almost to the point where I can actually do it. Am I ready for this? But the thing is, man, if you don't take that leap of faith, right. you ain't going to never know. Yeah, You ain't going to never know. Like you say, take that third step. I don't know if you noticed, but um, the reason why that painting is right there, it's not a painting, but it's a, a little picture. Uh, it's got a, it's, it's a cat and it's looking into a reflection and it's a, a, a lion. Right. So that's how I've always, I, I kind of saw myself in that little kitten. Right. Where it, it was one of those things where, it, you know, I, I, I saw myself in that in that image. Right. To becoming that lion, that lion that's inside. Straight up. So that's what that picture represents. And I, was, I, I keep pushing myself. And uh, I had someone ask me the other day, said, what do you want to achieve with this podcast? Like, what is it that you're trying to teach? And to be honest with you, I couldn't answer that question because I really wasn't sure. I knew that I wanted to give out information, but this is also a way for me to push myself. You know, I doing these interviews and talking to people, I'm getting knowledge and, and information. And then when I'm, you know, I'm looking in someone's eyes and I'm seeing right. what, the, what where they're at. Right. So it, it makes... 
it makes me a better man. Right. You know? Right, definitely. So, you know, it's it's one of those things. And I think it's it has something to do with not having a um a father fig like a, a solid father figure in my mm-hmm. life where I didn't have to see someone like this don't get me wrong, I had my stepdad and right, my dad. Right, right. But my dad didn't live here. My stepdad, he always worked. So I didn't have that that male example around the household. You know, I went to his job and, you know, saw him work and saw him run a business and things like that. But everything else, I, I felt like I learned from on my own. Definitely, definitely. So, a, a lot of us went through that, man. A lot of us went through, like, basically, like you say, get it on your own. Figure it out. Figure it out. I mean, mom can only teach you so much. And absolutely, it ain't, it ain't nothing like having your dad there. Right. Like, I had stepdads or whatever in my life and I mean it ain't it's nothing like your own no. dad and there's a lot of kids out there still growing up there's not up that like biological that. connection right right and there's a lot of kids still growing up like that you know it, I mean definitely give it to a lot of black men in my generation I'm starting to see the step up a lot more mm-hmm. and I I definitely congratulate them and there's a lot of a lot of them that's still slipping and Man, there's some of these young boys out here with so much potential, right. but no guidance. You know what exactly. I'm saying? No and you guidance. gotta you gotta surround yourself around like-minded people too. When you're around people who do, who are always slipping back, mm-hmm. you could be taking ten steps forward, and then as soon as you you in, <laughs> I almost said entanglement. <laughs> <laughs> you seen that thing with uh, Jada and Will? Yeah, the definitely the entanglement. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> I got that word stuck in my head. Um, but you 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 start to slip back because you see what they're doing, and it's the people I've been surrounding myself around are all trying to do better. Right. And even if they've got little tendencies, I've been stepping away from theirs and 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 taking those good things and pushing forward. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I realized that. At a good age in life, I realized that that you know, whoever, the ones you're around is the ones you're gonna be like. Like they say, uh, what's that old saying? One one apple in the in the barrel can ruin the whole barrel, or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's true. Right. You know what I'm saying? The type of people, and I and I actually witnessed it happen to myself. You know, like when I moved to Key West, the people who I used to be around up in Tallahassee, they wasn't on the mind frames of Owning your own business, buying a house, right. uh, getting your credit right, saving your money. And, you know, right. I'm hearing those types of things yeah. coming from the type of people I'm around working over at BB's, you know, and picking things up like, man, this is the type of stuff I need to be on. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the more I realize that, the more I start, you know. You put I'm yourself a, around owners and, 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 and exactly. people, yeah. people who are business minded. That's the type of stuff they talk about. Mm-hmm. You know what and I'm saying? And it's not hard. Right, right. It's not hard. I, I mean, it's, it's work. It. It's, it, it, it's definitely work, but it's not hard. You just got to want it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people, a lot of people say they want it, but when you really want something, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, uh, like being thirsty for mm-hmm. water. Like when you want something, you're going to go get it. So how, I mean, you've been my barber because mm-hmm. I don't go to nobody else. You've been my barber for the last four years. Yeah, at least four, four, four at or least five. Four, four, maybe five. I want to say as soon as you got here, yeah, I, I seen you. Five and a half. Yeah, I, I seen you and I was like, man, I don't know if I want this dude to cut my hair because I was going, <laughs> I was going to uh, Vontae. Right. And, you know, um, something happened. I think Vontae wasn't there one day 
and you was there. And I was like, man, here we go. Right. Let's see what's going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I ended up, you know, I always went to BB's because BB's was here. Right. And then you started your own barbershop. So, you know, I, I followed my barber. It's that, it's right. that loyalty. Right. So, um, what really made you want to start your own barbershop and, you know, get into business? Well, growing up, I've always been like a, a sponge. Mm -hmm. Like, I could see something and learn it. I could, and especially if it's something that I'm into and want to do. So, you know what I'm saying? I've always been into cutting hair since I was young. In the actual business, when I became licensed, like, right off the rip, I started thinking business-like. Like, gosh, he running this like this. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Whoa, he doing that. I know I can do that. Dang, he doing this. If I had my own shop. I wouldn't do it like this. I would do it like that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was I was always thinking like that. And I only worked at two shops before I got my own uh, business. Uh, so when I left Tallahassee and came to Key West, you know, I had learned a lot from the barbershop up there. Bought what I learned up there down here. And uh, I learned a lot from BB's shop too, though. You know, even though BB was younger than me, he had a business since he was younger. and uh, yeah, he, he had that business since, I think, as yes. soon as we graduated. Yeah, we were like that. 18, 18, 18. 18. So, you know, he had a lot of a lot to offer mm -hmm. as far as knowledge. So, you know, I soaked it up. Bibi, me and Bibi became friends. But, you know, I soaked up what, what he had learned. And, you know, he'll tell you, I ask a million questions. That always been me. I ask a million questions. But, you know, the more I began to soak it up, the more I began to feel like, man, I can do this, man. Mm -hmm. Like, even even BB told me straight up, uh, you know, my boy, you gonna you gonna have your own shop one day. It's the way you hustle, the way you grind, the way you think you gonna you gonna have your own yeah, shop. You, you were know? always professional. You know what I'm saying? You know? Exactly. You, you, and you and I bought that from Tallahassee. Mm -hmm. I realized up there. Well, up there it's different. It's like down here, it's not as many barbershops, so it's like the customers need us mm -hmm. more than we need the customers. And in Tallahassee, it's barbershops everywhere. Right. So it's like. Either you're going to be extra nice to this customer and extra professional to try to retain him, right. or he got 40 other barbershops he can choose from. Yeah, and they, so, they got a lot of gimmicks up there, too. Exactly. Where it's, you know, it's the uh, more than just cut. Like it's, Right, it's, they do other things. Right. Exactly. It's more than just haircuts there. You might get a full massage and a facial, <laughs> and right. you might have somebody in there doing eyebrows or whatever, whatever. Exactly. So you have to be more professional there, which caused me to bring that down here because... I realized it worked there. Yeah. That's what worked. Yeah. So, you know, I bought that here. When I came here, I, I was like, my mind frame was, it's always kind of been me anyway. I'm a, I'm a man of my word type of guy. But uh, my mind frame was, if I tell you 3 o'clock, mm -hmm. my brother, I mean 3 o'clock. Yeah. You no. <laughs> and uh, um, we got a, I mean, you, you ended up hiring one of my friends, Javier. And yeah. I told him the same thing because I remember... I uh I was running late for an appointment for an appointment. I went in a park. This dude was talking to me, and I couldn't get out of it. Right. Like he was just, and I was like, damn. And it was like, uh, I want to say I was maybe seven minutes late. Mm -hmm. You held me to that appointment, yep. and I respected that yep. because I know it's about business. You got to keep you got to keep your schedule going because exactly. these people are depending on you to exactly. for that service. Yep, exactly. And I that type of stuff, that type of being technical, it. It stuck with me. Like I say, I learned a lot from that first shop. You know, I bought that down here, and that's just the way I was. And a lot of customers appreciated that. You know, they appreciated that if I told them 5 o'clock, 5 o'clock was the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? So me having all of that punctuality and realizing that that works and realizing that I can bring all of that to my own place, 
it just made me want to do it. And uh, that book, man, that yeah. book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, while I was reading it, I don't remember the exact words, but there was something in there that said uh, something along the lines of, if you have a dream and you're working for someone else, you should also be working towards your dream. Mm -hmm. So for every day that you're putting in work for someone else, you should be doing something towards your dream that day too. Absolutely. If you got a day off for someone else and you decide to take a day off towards your dream, I guess that's okay. A lot of people decide to take no days off, hustle hard, why not? Right. But you know, something like that along those lines. And uh, I start thinking like, well, what can I do towards my dream? Because my dream is to have my own barbershop. You know, so like, what can I do towards my dream? Like that's, I have that dream. How do you, start doing something towards it. And uh, I'm not sure if it was something in the book or if it was something that popped in my head, but what I decided to do was start buying everything that I need to mm -hmm. get a barbershop. Like I was making good money where I was working and uh, I was having a lot of extra money and not sure what to do with it, trying to figure out how to invest, trying to figure out how to, how to manage my money. And I was, you know, and part like, why not just start buying the stuff I need for a barbershop so then when I am completely ready, right. all I got to do is move that stuff in. That's the other thing. And I like that you said that because what I started doing before I even started doing this podcast, before I even started getting into uh, the other things that I'm, I'm trying to, to, to build into, I just start. Just start. If you, if start. you put those chairs, the, mm -hmm. the equipment, now you, what are you going to do? Right. Just leave you it there. Sit, yeah. Right. You now, now, now you got to take the next step. Exactly. Some people won't, but it's, it's a motivational it's a, factor. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it motivated seeing that stuff sitting at my house. It motivated me to start looking for a building. As a matter of fact, what was a what was a real motivational factor was when I felt like there's nothing else I can buy right now for a one man shop. Mm -hmm. Like I'm ready to open this one man shop. Right. If there's anything else I need to buy. I need to find a shop to figure out what else I need mm -hmm. in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So to to start that, I needed to to find that that building. And once I found that building, it was on and popping. It was like now it's time to put it in there. It's, time, yeah. it's no backing out yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the that's the step that once you do that, you sign that lease. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you locked in, my boy. Yeah. I hope it work out. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like that's that's what that's how it started. That that was that was it. It was I mean, I give credit to that book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It made me do something to make my dream become a reality. Right. Like stop just dreaming about it. Yeah. Nah. Uh somebody that uh that really inspired me was uh Grant Cardone. Mm -hmm. He's uh he did a, a little thing with uh Kevin Hart. I don't know if you saw it. He the ten X. No, I haven't. Um it's on YouTube if you want to ever check it out. Right, but, right. They, they talk about all kinds of stuff, but his book, The 10X, that's kind of what got me going. I, I think that was the first book I read, and then I read another book by him, and mm. uh, it was called How to Get and Stay Motivated. Right. And I get cold chills because when I, I don't know what it is about having these real conversations. I, I get that, that, that feeling that something is getting ready to, to happen because the more... And we've talked about it, putting it in the air. Right, you know? right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just say what it is that you that you want to do, and then next thing you know, it's it, it's happening. It, right, right. So, talks about how to get and stay motivated, and and it's 
when you get into that mode where it's like, okay, I need to do this. You keep, you want, you want it so much. Like it's, it becomes an obsession, you know? And I don't try to stress myself out about anything, but when I got off at five o'clock from six to eight, I'm researching, I'm doing, I'm doing little things. And then as soon as I say, okay, this is, I made my decision on this. That's it. Boom. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. And then I just kept writing lists. Right. And that's why I talk about doing lists. And right. and you just saw my whiteboard. I, I do that. It's it's to keep me accountable and to keep making right making motions. Something and along that lines, what you reminded me of is and you know, everybody say, Oh, you gotta grind twenty four seven to make it happen or whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. You ain't gotta grind twenty four seven, just grind. Right. Just grind. But uh what you said brought me to the mind frame of you know how I said earlier, like I wasn't grinding every day to get it done, to get it done, but I was doing something towards mm -hmm. it whenever I could. Right. Okay, now when it came time and I put that money down for that shop, mm -hmm. from the day I put that money down and I got that key, right. I was in there every every, every extra minute I had. Same. Only thing I did besides that was sleep and work. Right. That's it. And when I got off of work, I went straight to my shop. I'm painting. I'm helping my pops do the electric. Like doing all that stuff, getting it ready, yeah. getting the floors ready, bringing everything in there, doing the woodwork, whatever I needed to do in there right. every day after work. Got off at six o'clock, straight there, call my dad. He get off work, meet me there. If my dad couldn't be there, me and my wife was in there. Right. We in there painting, kids helping, building uh, barber stations, mm -hmm. whatever, you know. It was it was that that's when it was time to grind, grind. And that's you great know? that you had your family help you do that. Without a doubt. Right. Without a doubt. I realized that when I was in Tallahassee. I was working at the barbershop in Tallahassee, watching the owner, you know, everything he needed done. He had his brother and his dad swing by, you know, his family, his right. wife would swing by and clean up around the shop, stock things up, help him out a little bit and being in Tallahassee, I'm like Damn, boy, I want to open a shop. I definitely want to open a shop one day, but I, I want this. Right. I want this. I want that 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 family vibe. I want my my family to come stop by the mm -hmm. shop. What's up, cuz? Right. Hey, you need a haircut? No, I'm just stopping by to say what's up. Right. Need anything? You want me to do this? You want me to do that? Let me sweep up for you real quick. You know, and uh, Tallahassee is all good and gravy. I mean, I got some really good friends up there. Uh, my best friend is actually in Tallahassee, but I didn't get that type of love right. and I get that from family and friends here in Key West mm -hmm. so that's why I kind of wanted to bring that business back home that's why I wanted to come back home and that's why I wanted to open my business and let my kids live this this island life that I grew up living right. you know yes, so sir. when you uh when you talk about your family I see this this light that happens right like it's, it's it's a good spark right do you think you getting into uh the business that you are in that pushed other people to want to do more or to, to have something of their own or, or you know, yes. you see something in your kids that makes you... Yeah, not and not only my kids, I mean, just the people I'm around, you know what I'm saying? I mean, to see a young black man who, let's not get it wrong, growing up, any anybody five years older than me or older tell you, Oh, we thought for sure Jarvis' little badass was going to be in prison right. or jail. You know, like, so growing up, people didn't expect me to, everyone knew that I was, I was smart, but I was just really bad. So they didn't expect me to end up doing as well as I did. And I mean, 
I don't knock anyone for that because I can see how I've, I've met little bad kids that is like, <laughs> oh yeah, his little bad right, is right, destined right. for terrible. Mm-hmm. So, you know, somewhere along the way, you know, something sparked. I mean, thank God. I mean, I really think it got something to do with people telling me I was smart a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I realized that you can really feed a kid's mind with something and, and it, it just, right, it, it, it made me feel like if I'm smart, I don't need to waste it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, a little off topic, but uh, back to what you asked. So I realized that people look at it like, man, how Jarvis was when he was growing up, man, if he could do it, I could do it. And I and I mean, as soon as I opened the shop, I had people coming to me, different people coming to me, telling me, hey, man, I'm thinking about doing this. You think it could happen? And it's like every single person who came to me with an idea, it was doable, bro. Right. It was doable. Nobody came to me with nothing outrageous where it's like, man, he tripping if he think that's going to work. Mm-hmm. Everybody who I done talked to, especially in our Bahama Village community, who I've talked to, who asked me about a business idea, it's like, bro, that could work, man. Right. It can actually work. Like, but you know, you got to, the idea is just the first step, you know? So yeah, I definitely think I influence people. Uh, my kids, my oldest is probably the only one who I would say is influenced. I mean, he don't want to cut hair, but I can tell that he he wants to be great. Right. You know what I'm saying? I can tell, and, and what I'm hoping is, because I grew up with the mind frame of looking at my dad like he's doing good for himself, and if I can do better than him, then I'm doing good in life. Mm-hmm. So that was my goal, to try to do better than my dad. If I can make as much money as my dad or have how many houses he's bought or be successful like him, then I'll be, I'll be happy with the way my life turned out. And I really, without my son even telling me this, I really think like that's his thoughts. Mm -hmm. And I I really think he's destined for greatness as long as we keep him on the right path. So far, so good. He already surpassed me in a few things. So, (laughs) yeah, so... No, I think I think we we kind of we, we look at our, our parents and we're kind of like okay they did this for me they did that this mm-hmm. is how they were living their life and you you want you want to give your kids and your family that same exact feeling if mm-hmm. it, you know the I don't think that we all had the best craziest upbringing right you know right, but right. we we were we 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 survived we so. Survived. We look back and we're like, okay, I see the good of everything that was being done, everything that mm-hmm. happened. And so then you then want to do better. Right, right. You start to realize that some of the stuff that you didn't understand, then mm-hmm. you see the good in it. Yeah. Now it makes sense. Yeah, the hustle, the hustle and, that your, your mom had, right. you know, that that kind of thing. And That's you know, where I'm going with it. You, exactly. And you know what else is crazy about stuff like that is like, now that we get a little older, we start telling people the stuff that... uh the older people used to tell us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, you better learn this while you're young. Right. You better learn this while you're young. Well, mm-hmm. you're going to wish you had it later on. Hey, well, you better finish school, man. Don't drop out of school. Right. You know what I'm saying? And think about when we were in school, it was like, right. man, I'm tired of this, man. I almost didn't graduate. Right. You know, like, and <laughs> you got, you looking down at the kids now and you realize the importance of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I try to encourage kids all the time, like, Hey, you don't got to leave QS forever, but graduate high school and go experience something. Yeah, go, go, go see. Yeah, something. go have life. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I got one of one of the guys who's working for me now. When he was in probably tenth grade, he used to come to the shop and ask me, "Can he watch me cut?" 
Like he's oh, I was a kid in the four right chair. Yeah, I was trying to figure out who that yeah, was. Yeah. Okay, he was in high school. He used to come ask me, "Can he watch me cut?" He's like, "I think I want to cut hair after high school." And he was thinking about just going right there to to Homestead or Miami for barber school or whatever, or somewhere close, you know, to be close to family. And I told him, I was like, "Man, if I were you, I would go to Tallahassee because." Not because I lived in Tallahassee, but because of experiences I've had and seen in Tallahassee. I, I told think them in Miami both had the some like two of the strongest schools, you know, right. in Florida. So, exactly. So what I told him is Tallahassee is surrounded. It's everything revolves around that college life. Mm-hmm. In Miami, it's a lot going on. You know, yeah. you want, go get that college life experience. It's just like if you went to two years of. Of uh, at a university, you right. would be living in Tallahassee. Yeah, just working, just working yeah. year around your around exactly. that atmosphere. Exactly. So he's going to barber school, not FSU or FAMU. Right. He's going to barber school, but at the same time, going to the the, the college parties. Mm-hmm. He's hanging out with the college people, experiencing that college life. You know what right. I'm saying? Because his whole plan is to go to barber school and come right back home. Mm-hmm. And you coming right back home? If you're gonna come right back home, go experience something. No knock on Miami or nothing, but that's right here. We can always go here. We can, how many people never left Key West no, except got, to Miami? Yeah, you, you gotta, know what I'm saying? You get yourself completely separated yeah, from everybody like, in order to get that, yeah, that experience. Exactly. And don't get me wrong, had I known of another college town with a barber with a barber uh school, I would have told him that, but I'm just telling him from my experience. And I mean it turned out good for him. Nice. Kid went up there one year at barber school, uh decided that he wanted to Work up there for one year to get his experience before he came back home cutting. Did that, experienced the college life. So he got two years of right. college life and got a barber license out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And now he's back home cutting. Right. You know, and I feel like I kind of led him a little bit. I kind of guided him a little bit. And mm-hmm. he, he took my advice. And, and now he's working for yeah, it. And, it's, and it, it seemed like it turned out good. And, you know, and even with him, bro, I talked to him about owning his own shop one day. Because that's the that's everyone's goal in, in when you're in barber school. Mm-hmm. You know, one day I want to have my own. I want to decide what time we open and close. Mm-hmm. I want to decide when I work, what days I work, you know. But yeah. it ain't that easy. Everybody think, oh, Jarvis got a barbershop, big mm-hmm. money, big money. Yeah, yeah I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Barbershop costs money. Yeah, it costs money. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. More gotta... responsibilities. Exactly. Now it's like. Who's showing up and who's not showing up. Those people who work for me, I got to worry more. I got to worry about them. It's just like having, you know, uh, it's just more responsibility. Mm -hmm. It's just more responsibility. So, you know, people think it's all about the money, but it's more money going out. Mm -hmm. More money coming in, more money going out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's all about the hustle, though. You know, you figure out. It, it, It brings me to another topic. And me and you have talked about this topic before which is another topic that's not taught to kids, mm-hmm. assets and liabilities. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know where I'm going with it? Yeah. It's like, it's making me money, so it's an asset. Mm-hmm. But what I'm starting to realize in life is one asset ain't going to get it. Yeah. One asset ain't going to get mm-hmm. it. If we're trying to get to another level, we need multiple assets. Mm-hmm. We need multiple streams of money that's coming in that we don't necessarily have to be there and work for for right. that money to come in. That's what we need. And that's uh, it. And I'm I'm happy you said that because uh, I'm I'm trying to make sure that I have things. Uh, plate spinning is something that me and my boy Eddie talk about. Have multiple plates spinning, and it's not having 
10 or 20, it's having a few plates that'll keep me afloat. Right. You know? Right. So uh, something I'm really looking into and I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about is uh, vending machines. Mm. And that's something that you can put a little bit of money to. Mm-hmm. You got to invest into the product that... that right, right. That fills it up. That's nothing to me. Nothing. You know, if I if all it is is filling up a machine, putting uh, coins in it, collecting the coins, that's it. That's it. You know, I can. I've already figured out some parts of it. You know, like the maintenance and things like that. Right. But I have connections, and that's the reason why I started that Facebook page. Uh, the network was to bring together people from different uh, industries. You know, uh, mechanics, barbers, uh, IT people. Things like that, so that way you have you you can have people in different realms that you can then build off of, right? You right. know, and having that circulation of money going. So it's like, okay, I need this machine fixed. I'll call this dude from this AC company. Now y'all are breaking bread together. He's probably going to end up coming to your barbershop, right? You know, you keeping that money within the, within a group, you'll never you'll never fall off, right? That so it's circulating. I see what yeah, you're saying. I see yeah, what you're saying. and I, 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 that's something that I came across with um so many other things. Just keeping keeping the money within uh, within the team, right? You know? Right. So, building the team, mm-hmm. building the team, and keeping the money within that right. team, keeping yeah. it circulating within that team. Yeah. Like even out here. We live in this complex. Everybody out here, I tell them about little things. Like I just showed you the little business card that I had. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is tap it and it, it, it uh, produces all your information, your Facebook page, your Instagram, um, iTunes, all that. I, I keep up people up on game because it's free. It's free for one and two. I'm not going to, it's not going to hurt nothing I got going on because I already right. know what I want. Right. And, you know, it's crazy because, I don't know. I just be thinking sometimes, you know, crazy stuff popping your head, all kind of thoughts. And, you know, I like that, though, you know. But um, I was thinking today, laying there thinking, and I'm like, what was I thinking? Yeah, uh, thinking about your podcast, actually, and wondering, you know, do we got it on YouTube or whatever. And, you know, one thought leads to another, next thought leads to another. Well, anyway, it came uh, along the lines of me thinking about uh, how... Key West is such a community. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If if we were strong enough to come together as one in the sense of this YouTube stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Damali just built his page. Right. If each person that builds a page in Key West, if we can get if we can get half of the people in Key West to like that page, that right. person starts getting paid. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's exactly. What, you, it's 24,000. One hand washes the other. Exactly. It's 24,000, 21,000 people in Key West. Mm-hmm. You know, if we get half of those people, that's 10,000 people you right. got liking that and page. And we got influences everywhere. A lot of people right. that live here aren't from here. So, and, you know, you got people from Wisconsin that would then, you know, start tuning in. You got people, and you know right. a lot of people are from New York. Exactly. You know, all those uh bartenders and, and servers they're not from here right and then you got your local people who've gone to schools like tallahassee and fsu and miami and uh, tampa and, right. and so we we have we we have more of a network than we even know exactly. and if you can tap into that just gotta figure out a way to tap into it mm-hmm. man because it's i mean key west is small but but it's small that it's small enough to where we can all come together. Ninety percent of us could come together right. and you know make it happen. Mm-hmm. Make it happen because you got people starting to get. I just I realize there's more people starting to get into this 
this uh, making money through the online mm -hmm. the, to where you don't necessarily have to be there. Mm -hmm. You you work when you want to work. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is social stuff. It's like if you can get this amount of people to watch it or subscribe to it, then we'll pay you. Yeah. You, you can get paid from it. Right. So, like, it's too big of a community for someone who was born and raised in Key West and been here 25 years or, or more to not be able to get a thousand likes or a thousand subscribers or, right. you know what I'm saying? And really, I'm lowballing it by a lot. Right. Really, I mean, let's be real. You should be able to get 10,000. Mm -hmm. You should be able to get half of Key West. You know, it's, it's too yeah. small of a community for us not to be able to come together like right. that. One of the things that I've noticed is that when the amount of love that I see people get, the amount of shares that I see people get, and it's it's from a, a core. It's a it's a core team. Like you see, I I know that when, um, and I'm I'm just bringing him up because you just brought him up, Damali. When he's getting his shares and his follows, it's because it's people that he is spending money with him, and mm -hmm. he's then return returning the favor. And they're they're just keeping it going. You're right. You know, right. they're Building mentioning each other in their content, right. and one hand washes the other. It's mm -hmm. it's it's there's no way you can lose from that. Right. You know and. You know, I, I I look I look at these things like Frank from the uh, the gym. Mm -hmm. uh, I was letting him know about the podcast, and I was looking at the stats the other day. Just to I just like to see where I'm at, just right. just to keep myself you know aware. And I look, and I'm like, somebody from Ireland watched uh, listen to the show. I'm like Ireland, and then I Frank's from Ireland. Right. That's what it came to me, and then right. I'm like, okay, so I I think he told someone. He's like, yeah, my friend. He, he listens to all this kind of stuff. He's into everything you're talking about. And so I, you know, it, so shows, I plug that it. shows that potential. Right. The potential Ireland. of where it could go. Mm -hmm. Like Ireland, bro. Yeah. Ireland. From one person. If if that, if if the show catches his attention and he passes it to someone else in Ireland, before we know it, you know, right. you got people all over Ireland yeah. waiting to hear your, the next one you put out. And it it makes me, it, that that's the thing that, that, makes me so happy is because uh, my friend uh, that I did one with uh, Alex I believe he's from Bolivia right five listens of Bolivia I was like oh, okay so now it's it's becoming a thing where I'm starting to see where I think that's one of the best tools that I have is because then I can see where the influence is starting to catch on right you know each one teach one right exactly so yeah, exactly and that's I feel like, I ain't gonna lie, I feel like that's kind of like my calling mm -hmm. is to pass on. Absolutely. Pass it on. Each one, each is, one, each one. Is that, is that part of the reason why you uh, became a Mason? Yeah, without a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. I definitely get, wanted to get, tap into that because get I back think to that's my community, man. I mean, is we, we supposed to be there for the community mm -hmm. and I feel like that's a good platform for me to give back to my community. Right. Yep. Without a doubt. That's exactly why. Yeah. See, and I mean, you know, people, certain people look up to to Masons and with the, the positive vibes that I'm trying to pass out, if if that's what it takes for someone to recognize the what I'm trying to give or what I have to offer, if it rather it's somebody young or it's somebody older, you know, if I can pass those positive vibes to somebody and the reason that I can pass it to them is because of Masonry, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely, I, I joined mainly because of my community. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a good way for me to serve my community. Absolutely. I, and we, uh, 
I think it was like two weeks ago or something like that. Yeah, it was two weeks ago. It was last time I got a cut. We were talking about uh, reaching the community in, in different ways, like how uh, the community has changed, especially in Bahama Village, how, how much the, the dynamic of the people has started to, you don't see so many locals now, it's all these foreign people. Right. And how we should, you know, I don't know if the exact conversation, but bringing more locals into the community to do certain things and how the people from the outside can help us uh, bridge that gap because it's the you don't see the same faces anymore. Everybody's going off to Orlando and these and that's place because it's getting more expensive and it's it's not the same. And and you know it, it was I know what you're talking about now. It, it, it was me kind of trying to in a way play devil's advocate, but at the same way bring up a, a valid and a, a a good point to think about. Mm-hmm. And what I had said was. So we got all of these people moving in, buying up the houses and stuff, and and most of them are rich, wealthy people. Mm-hmm. And instead of getting angry at them because they're not gonna stop it, no money talks, BS yeah. walks. So mm-hmm. as long as they're bringing that money, you better believe people are gonna keep selling them the property. So why instead of instead of being angry about it and letting it upset us so much, like. Why not see? Are they willing to put money back into our community? Right. Since y'all y'all are you here, invest here yeah, then? y'all are here. Y'all are a part of our community now. Mm-hmm. Like, what can, is there a way that you can help? Are you willing to like get to know them? Right. Figure out who they are. Right. Figure out what they're about. Yeah, you know. And even if it's not a hundred percent of them that are willing and down to invest in the community that they just bought property in. It may not be 100%, but if we can get a few of them, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're buying a million-dollar house, and that's most of Old Town, mm-hmm. our million-dollar house, if you're buying a million-dollar house, you probably can afford to invest a little into the community. Mm-hmm. You know, Most of these houses still that they're buying, this is their second, third homes. These are right. places they come for the winter. It's the, it's the escape all the, the cold. So exactly. While they're here for those six months, they got bread to spend. For sure. And if... It, and I'm just thinking about this now. If there's something that we could do where it's a block party that goes down, uh, I think it's is it Petronia Street. Mm-hmm. That's it, good, uh, Gome yeah. Street. Yeah, do something that that goes down Petronia Street where it's uh, interactive feel. You have the Island Boys cooking food. You mm-hmm. have um, like a lo- all locals Gome. Absolutely, all locals, all like, locals, all and it's and it's something exclusive to us because. Mm-hmm. Of how much money comes down when they have Goombe, they have people come from Miami, all these other, I've never seen none of these people. Right. Oh yeah. So if we could have something local, something good vibes, we have our music that you know, we have a lot of local artists that do a lot of cool things. That's a dude that uh plays uh still drums every night downtown. The the dude with the dredge. You yeah, know I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've seen it. And so and his daughter's singing and if we could get something like that going where it's about the community itself right. and we're all and we're exchanging number one currency and then conversation with each other. Right. It brings everything Yeah, I, I mean we we on the we're at the point now to where we definitely we need to figure out ways to bring this the community back together, especially Bahama Village. Right. I mean, thank God the gym is still being used. Right. But, I mean, no, I was having a talk with some people the other night, and, uh, I mean, think about what the community pool used to be. Mm-hmm. 
like what that park used to be. It used to, I, that was a, I know when I was growing up, that was a place we went to, right. like especially in the summer, yeah. daily. Yeah. Like daily, even if you didn't go to get in the pool, as soon as you walk in, you made a left or right into one of those rooms, and it was like a computer room right. or a game room. Mm-hmm. But you know now the kids they go other places to enjoy themselves. You see Bahama Village kids everywhere. Yeah. You know. I remember when they used to play Madden out there in the uh, in the gazebo. Right. Right. Like, yeah. We we need to bring something back to our community. My big concern is the youth, but I mean, because the, the children, right. the future. Yeah. So, but we need to figure out ways to bring the community sense back to the community where it feels like a community mm-hmm. again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that a, old conk feel that they always talking about. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And that's the, that's the, that platform that I needed by becoming a, a Mason. That's the, the plat, I used that platform to try to, to try to help push that a little. And you know, I never been the, the type of guy to be in the politics or nothing, but mm-hmm. you know I've talked to a few different pol- politicians and talked to a few people who are deep into politics about Key West politics, and you know, it's interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. It's a it's a weird pool. It is. It's it a is. very weird weird pool because you have people who are all about self, and then mm-hmm. you have some people that are very into the community and they really want to do certain things but they you know they're getting pushed back because of of how you know some of those people aren't from here right and you know they talk about the conk vibe and all that but they're not they don't know and i'm not saying i'm not i was raised here for the most part so you know there's things where i hit and miss but i understand right so yeah the the, uh it's a it's a, a lot of people that that say, well, if you're going to complain about it or if you got so many ideas of what need to be done, you know, why won't you become a, a politician or run, why won't you run for right. for this or run for that? And it's like, eh, that ain't me. Yeah. You know, that ain't me. Right. That ain't me. But I, I feel like you don't have to do that for your voice to be heard. No, you I can mean, you can advocate for certain yeah, things. You yeah. don't got to be a politician. Right. There's there's many ways for our voices to be heard and for us. I mean, the thing is, is this: if you can influence someone, if you can, uh, Killer Mike always talks about this, and it's it's about coming up with the ten point agenda, right? If you can say, okay, this is what we need from this community because we live here, right? If you can get a group of people to follow you on that 10-point agenda. And it's not even just your agenda. It's a, a, a consensus. Right, right. You know, we all agree on this. We got to take this out because that's not going to fall. And then we'll get that later on. Right. You know what I'm saying? What are 10 things that we can we know we can absolutely get? It may be something that, you know, that we really wanted, but, you know, it's a, it's a reach. Right. Well, you know, and talking to different people, and like I said, people who are in the politics, People like me and you probably need to have a voice somewhere in there. Doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean we need to run for an office. You know right. what I'm saying? And, but we we we're conscious of what's going on. We we're in the community. We're mm-hmm. doing for the community. Yeah, we're we, moving in those circles. Right, exactly. And I mean, right now we're the, we're the near future of the community. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Of course, the children are the future, but the yeah. near future is us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna get a little older, and the older people gonna 
things things need to change a little bit. I think <clears throat> the people that are, that are you know in in those levels, they're older mm-hmm. and they kind of you know as you get older you get stuck in your ways because you've been doing so many things the same way or you've been taught something you know and i think that our generation we're a little bit more adaptive right because we we listen and we 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 have so there's so much information that's being thrown at us it's not like their generation where they're just getting used to the internet youtube and facebook and all that we have we've seen everything yeah we got a taste of the 80s the 90s yeah 2000s and now the the next generation, you mm-hmm. know, so yeah, definitely. I definitely, and I mean, just at the at the, that age, I would say twenty five to thirty five. That's when you're going from realizing that it's more to life than you thought, and you start realizing. And you know, I feel like the younger that you start to pick up those vibes, and you start to, especially, definitely start to act on it, the better. Mm-hmm. You know, even as far as at the barbershop. The guys there, like, I'm in the process of buying a house. I got two guys there that are in their 20s, one of them 20, one of them 27. And it's like, I wish somebody would have been telling me how this, how things went in the process of buying a house. And right. this is what you need to do. This is what you're going to definitely have to have. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm telling them guys that as I go through the process. Right. I'm explaining that to them. So, when they're ready, they already know. Okay, I remember when Jarvis went through this, he had to do this, mm-hmm. he had to do that. Like, right. I'm not even about to put my foot in that door until I got this, this, and this in line. Right. You're giving them that blueprint so it's not a struggle for them. And exactly. That's, yeah. Exactly. Keep sharing. Keep I sharing. Wish, I, that, back to what I said earlier, stuff I wish somebody would have told me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I was 26, 27, I wish somebody would have been buying a house and telling me, okay, man, this is what I just had to do. Yep, now they're now they're talking about this. And you know, as I'm telling them guys that they they like sponges, they ask some questions. Mm-hmm. All right, so Jay, so let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Uh so when you when you first had to buy the house, did you have to do this? Did you have to do that? You know, they're soaking it up. Right. They're soaking it up. Yeah. And I love to see it because I know there's that a lot of misinformation that's thrown out there. You gotta do without it. Without a doubt. Right. Without a doubt. So if you if they got somebody that they trust and they know you're you're physically going through it, you're doing the process. Mm-hmm. They don't have that uh, the the trials and tribulations right. of, of those you know those issues right right so, the burden right. of of having to That's figure it out and do this yeah. and do that instead it's kind of not necessarily they're making the moves hit. right yeah exactly they're making they, the moves without the missteps exactly yeah. exactly make sure that they don't have to have those same missteps I had mm-hmm. where I messed up at make sure they don't mess up at mm-hmm. you know and. That's that's one of the big things that I try to pass on. Like if I made a mistake, I know I can tell you what not to do to mm-hmm. make to to not make that mistake. Right. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Well, this was good too. This yeah, is a real good conversation. Definitely. Because I I think I think that we've we've touched on a lot of things involving community. I don't think I've actually gotten to anything with the community mm-hmm. because um there's a lot of people that are in that realm right that are really active about growing the community and, and reaching back and you know doing little things like everybody's doing something you know and I, f- I feel like everybody in our little a- in our age group in that pocket they're all uh progressing like cornell you have right you know they're they're, they're making moves you have uh all the like right. a lot of people you realize are uh Stepping away from from that that 
the expectation of us to struggle. It's showing that, you know, like we could get out here and make moves ourselves and not struggle in life. And start definitely starting to see that a lot in especially in your age group. Mm-hmm. And and you're starting to see a lot of people in my age group picking it up, you know, mm-hmm. like they, they they may have been a little late and I even felt like I was a little late. You know what I'm saying? But we're starting to realize that the drug game ain't the way. Being right. being that gangster guy ain't the way. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you're starting to see people want to make moves and we're starting to mimic each other. Mm-hmm. We, we see, you know, we used to mimic each other in the bad ways and now we're starting to see, oh man, you know, brother, my, my man over here, the, a good father, look how he is with his kids. When I have kids, man, I, I want to be like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're starting to Oh man, he's over here. You realizing what really matters, right? Right. Right. It's, right. it's the, the the. I mean, I got caught up in a lot of stuff like younger. Just you know, just hanging out, just right. hanging out and being around because my friends were all you know. I I worked more like I was. I've always that's always been my mindset. Just you know, get a job, work, 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 right. work. But when I got off of work, I got entangled. So <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, I, I think we should all strive to try and be better. And, and, and if we can, if we can show the kids, the youth, people our age, people that are still doing, you know, just little things. And it's, it's not to, to be uh, controlling or, or, you know, it's, it's more about. It's about having a group of people that you know are going to be progressing because you right. want to see people do better. Definitely. Yeah. Building building that team and not necessarily building it, but just being able to be around that circle right. of people that you know are going to, that want to see you do better and right. that are going to be doing better, which is going to motivate you to do better. Yeah. Definitely. Like, I got uh, I got people that, you know, come and talk to me because, you know, they used to work with me. Like, they, they were younger kids, you know. Right. The, I was manager at McDonald's, and they'll see me, and they'll come up and dab me up. Hey, how you doing? Oh, man, you've been doing good. You know, and I'm like, yeah. But I see them, and I can see that they're they're lost in, in, in you know, life. You right. Know, they're getting, they had a kid. They did this. They do that. And I'm thinking about somebody specific right now because I'm, I'm – I'm, I'm trying to push that energy off into him because I can tell that he wants to do better. Right. And it's just one of those things where you're just so lost. Like, what do I do? And it sucks when you see that potential. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, he's a solid kid. Like, you know, he could, you know, he could be something, he can do something, but you see what you also see that it it is kind of hard for him right mm -hmm. now. And he gonna need that guidance. And, and some of the things you got to go through on your own Definitely, to understand, without a like doubt. you can't, you can't force your hand on that. Without a doubt. So, you know, I, you know, I love him from, from as close as I can, mm-hmm. you know, where I, if he needed to reach out, right, he right, could. Right, right, But you got to let him go through yeah. it. You got to let him, yep. And that, you I know, a lot of people end up, the issues. Right, most people end up coming around. They mm-hmm. realize it and it's, it, it sucks that someone got to go through some you, like you, you see that 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 diamond in the rough. You're like, dang boy, if you if you just could stay on this path that you're on. But I already know you're gonna go through some things. You know, you see that person with potential, and I'm thinking of somebody specific too. And he was doing really good, or not necessarily really good in life. He was just young, and he was young, and he was already uh, making decent money at a young age. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And you know, I talked to him at that young age because I saw it and it's like, 
hey boy, if you stay on this path, you're gonna be all right. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm telling him, like, bro, you don't you don't have no charges, you don't have kids, you don't have this, just stay on this path. Mm-hmm. And within a year or two time, you know, you watch him go through it. Yeah. They gotta experience life. Yeah. You watch him go through Sometimes it. Sometimes that fast money right. it will yeah. turn you right. into a monster. Damn, he went to jail. Mm-hmm. Damn, he got a baby mama. Mm-hmm. Damn, he in jail again. Yeah. You watch him and then you know later in life, you watch him realize. Dang, I should have did this this way. I should, but you got to let them go through it. Like yeah. I said, you can't, you can't force your hand. You can't. I mean, the best you can do is tell them. Yeah. You know, the best thing you can do is tell them, and when they're going through it, be able to to be there. But sometimes you never know what what part of that what you're telling them or that advice you're giving them. You never know what's gonna stick. Yeah. So you know, it's still good to 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 be there verbally for people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Without a doubt. Absolutely. Look, man, uh, we're going to wrap this up. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. It's a, it's been a solid conversation. I, it felt like I was at the barbershop. Right, you know? right. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't have a razor to my right, head. Right, straight up. <laughs> sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Supply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and it's time to pamper the special moms in your life. In what better way than with Osea's limited edition skincare sets, featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited edition sets, perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their Golden Glow Body Set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for silky, smooth, glowing skin, while the Glow and Go Facial Set has everything she needs to achieve spa-level results at home. They're so beautiful, you can skip the wrapping. 
For a limited time, you can save up to $48 on Osea sets, plus get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. Pamper the moms in your life and get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code MOM.